Hello and welcome back to Entrepreneur Talks Podcast. Season 1 episode will be written on the information of this podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by WomenFlix and Entrepreneur Talks Podcast. Feel free to drop a message if you would like to be our guest, if you would like to get our services, and if you would like to share your vision. WomenFlix, Yola Bastos, and I hope you enjoy our session today. Her name is Serena Walton, my guest for the podcast today. Serena works within the coaching profession, helping women with ambition to rise in their careers and put a stop to their self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors. She's passionate about raising awareness surrounding equality in the workplace and having more opportunities for women to rise. All the information on how to get in touch with Serena Walton will be on description for this podcast today. But for now, let's welcome Serena Walton. Hello, Serena, and welcome. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Pleasure, honestly. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Really good. Really good. How are you? I'm fantastic as well. I'm so excited for our conversation. It's about coaching, right? So you are a coach. No, you, how I say this? You're coaching women with ambition. So tell me about this, this beginning, like this title, Coaching Women with Ambition. Yeah, so coaching women with ambition, it kind of comes from the fact that I want to work with um, ambitious women, so I, I've worked with many in the past um, that have got a real, you know, drive and energy, um, big aspirations and big ambitions, and you know, I get really, really excited. That's amazing. Yeah, coaching is an amazing, jo- amazing job, right? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, so rewarding. I love it. I just work. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, sometimes Hello? Sometimes I'm losing you. Hello? Yes, oh, I'm here. Yeah. Can you hear me now? The connection for some reason. But we're going to carry on. I can, I could hear you. Yes, it's a rewarding job. Yeah. Absolutely rewarding. Definitely, like helping people when you know they they kind of just feel stuck or feel a little bit lost, um, you know, and they kind of 
know where they want to go, but sometimes the, you know they just need a little bit of guidance, a little bit of clarity through asking, you know, and personal questions that can help them kind of open up and make that shift into where they want to be. That's yeah. So the type of what type of coaching do you do? Is business or life coach or what? It's mainly business. So it's mainly um, for women in their careers. So it's mainly the kind of like professional side. Sometimes you know we talk about you know the personal lives as well because you, you know there could be certain kind of blocks um, that they have or have in their life stopping them from progressing within their career. So it depends on the person. It depends on you know their current situation to where we'll go with it. Yeah, the main goal is to kind of get them to rise within their career. So that's where we tend to focus mostly. Yeah, I understand. Um, within the coaching, so yeah. Yeah, um, okay, that's good. And how long you've been doing coaching? Wow, so officially in my business, it's probably coming up to three years now. Um, I feel like I've been coaching for a lot longer than that, though. And um, when I was in my previous career, it was a managerial um, career. So they kind of put us on coaching courses. It was yes, a fantastic correct. company to work for. And they loads of leadership courses as well where it was around coaching for performance so I got a real taste of coaching before I, I set out on my own and kind of got a diploma in it to see what it really was all about and it's something I've been fascinated with for, for many years and definitely something that I've been um, driven towards you know kind of working with uh, and using with you know within my business and within my clients so just to see them like I say go on to achieve some great incredible things within their career so yeah, I've been coaching for quite some time now. <laughs> okay, good. I think I believe like coaching in our lives is 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 always happening. We never we didn't bring yeah. a, like as you as a coaching like now you do coaching for living. You help other women, but in, back in the days because you said your previous work was in management, so you were coaching people because we as a coaches coaches we're leading people we try we help we support support them right but now is your way of living is your own business so that's creates more power either with uh yeah yeah it does yeah definitely like you say when you're when you're a leader coaching is so important and invaluable yes. you know rather than going out there and kind of like dictating to people it's about you know how you can help them support them um and, and also you have a technique and a tool to use to help them kind of you know just be better versions of themselves to to reach a certain performance within a business and just to progress as well you know you want to yeah. as a leader you want to help people around you achieve you know their milestones within their careers rather than it just being about you and what you can do it's about them you know and, and that's the focus that i always had within my kind of previous career and, and what I have now till this day mm -hmm. yes amazing and why helping female leaders instead of everyone <laughs> yeah I, you know I get asked this question quite a lot and really? you know oh. it is it's, yeah no it's like I'm not against working with men, I've worked with men uh, I years and years and years and you know definitely when I was in my previous career it was male dominated so I, I thoroughly enjoyed coaching men. It, it's just the position that I'm in now and in, you know where my values are and what I'm really passionate about yes. and you know I'm really passionate about gender equality especially in business especially in corporations and organizations and you know I, I want to do my part to help you know kind of um, improve the female mix um, yes. within leadership roles you know up to kind of like board level you know I read um, an article
article the other day and it just kind of struck me and you know in the uk in the FTSE 100 there's mm -hmm. more um, ceos named steve than there are females you know there's only six females at we ceo level and it's, you know it, yeah, it, <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's just incredible isn't it that yeah. in this day and age that we're still you know in the, in this position i mean it's fantastic that these six women that are in the roles of you know they've gone out and they've done it and they've achieved it i'm sure it's not been without its, its struggles or its challenges um and it's just a shame that more women aren't given the opportunity or supported or sponsored in a way to achieve it too you know so that we can actually start getting closer to that 50 percent because you know the benefits are just you know incredible and, and fascinating to see when you have a mixed board um of gender um and the performance that gets delivered the amount of risk that's reduced as well for business just from having that kind of different perspective uh different kind of style of skills yes. um that Very women good. bring too so you know it's something that i'm thoroughly thoroughly passionate about um and do a lot of research on too to kind of you know just give me some more further insight into the work that I do and the challenges that I hear from the women that I work with so you know it's it's me doing my little my little part in that I suppose <laughs> with focusing on women especially like I said women with ambition um and, and helping them get to the top and helping us kind of just improve the statistics of other roles and having a bit more of a balanced balanced boardroom <laughs> so yeah that's that's why I do what I do and focus on, you know, women within my business. Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, do you do you find, I know that because the challenge of being a woman has been, it's been one of the things, the common challenge is to be a woman in the leadership. But anything, do you know anything other or any other common challenges on the female leaders? that they face in business like I know one is this to be a woman because we still like you said before the Steve still appears more than us but any other challenges that we can you can talk about it yeah yeah you know it's been yeah absolutely it's you know just been the fact that you know like how work traditionally in the past and, and um, perceptive of men or, you know, fill those roles. I think it, the challenges that I see is, is what women have with themselves, you know, with their own self-belief and not feeling good enough, you know, which results in lack of confidence, um, you know, to present themselves for opportunities as well. So, you know, a lot of the times it is women holding themselves back. Um, and that's what I do within my work. I explore a lot of that so that, you know, composter syndrome that comes up when they're, you know, facing the work that they do and wanting to progress into these leadership roles that, that is kind of managed um, and it's balanced because, you know, they'll, they'll always be there. We'll always have, you know, slight feelings of, oh, can I do this? Am I good enough? Yeah, it's about how we manage those kind of feelings and not stop on moving forward um, within that. So, you know, it's one of the biggest challenges that I see with women. And I also see women kind of, when they're in these roles as well, it's like they feel they've got something to prove. Um, again, it could be the environment and, and the teams that they're on that making them feel that way. Yeah, a lot of them is because, you know, a lot of women hold, you know, a lot, they have a lot of high standards as well. So they'll work twice as hard as their male counterparts to make sure that they get things right as well. Um, so, yeah, I see a lot of that. Um, I think a lot of it as well is balancing responsibilities, um, especially if you're a working mother. Uh, it can be really, really tough, especially when, yes. you know, you, you're focusing on your career and, and you've got young children at home. You know, the, the, the guilt is real, you know, and yeah. I've got a young child myself. And, you know, I even have that guilt sometimes, you know, you'll mm -hmm. be 
you know, working away at all hours and, you know, you feel guilty because you want to spend time with them. And then when you do spend time with them, you feel guilty because, you know, you feel like you should be working more and progressing more and doing more. And, you know, it's all about how do you have it all and how do you get the balance right? And like I say, I know that we can be our own worst critics uh, around that and make ourselves feel um, really guilty. And it's about, you know, exploring that and also exploring, you know, within organisations how they can embrace it better mm-hmm. by giving, you know, better kind of their opportunities, better flexible working. So it's about how we work together. So females as themselves with this feeling that we carry as well as organizations being able to recognize this and kind of reaching out and saying you know i don't want this to hold you back what can we do to work with you and support you so that you can have both yes you know it is possible it's just about having that open conversation to start you know the ball rolling in the sense of you know how do we support each other within this um to make it more equal and make women feel more comfortable going back to work uh, as well as raising a family Yes, that's correct. And I also can uh, I want to add something like because we our society, our culture, we we've been raised and we've been created like this. Like we don't go work like as a man. We stay at home and the the woman was always been someone that stay home, stays at home and cooks and cleans and do all these duties even if she's going for work, but she's the main one at home. And these days is different and that's why we I think we struggle more sometimes because we're so used to used to be like that. And now we are different. We're making the difference and we want to get to the same level like men. What do you think about that? I think Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, we we're still kind of stuck in that that way of stereotypical thinking around gender roles and um you know our part to play in that i think you know there's more conversations being had about it there's more yeah. awareness being raised there's more women now um having you know just as as good and strong careers as as their, their male partners um there's more conversations around that unity and having a partnership with your partner rather than it being i'm the female i'm the mother and i take yes. on all these other responsibilities you know there is more partnership now yes, within definitely. you know relationships and moving forward and it's great to hear yet i still believe that you know no matter how much partnership there is woman you know a woman will always still take on a little bit more within that role because of like you say the stereotype or the traditions or how we've been raised that we will take on a little bit more and until you know that starts changing through the generations of that you know that partnership being really really clear and you know and it's again yes. it's how we raise our boys as well yes. you know i've got a young boy and i'm very mm-hmm. conscious of how i'm raising him so that he knows that it's a partnership and he he you know he has to contribute with the kind of life admin at home <laughs> and looking up responsibilities That's as well amazing. as supporting you know your partner within their career and it works you know both ways um so i'm very conscious of that with my son and how i'm raising him so that he can be part of the next wave of generation where we can start seeing it more equal and um supporting each other to 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 kind of like have a career as well as being you know a, a really incredible parent too amazing well done it's really good that's really good what you're doing with your kid you know with your ba- your boy um other thing now just came to my mind is about uh it's just a question about how do you do your coaching how do you do uh, is online coaching you do live coaching like you go you you sit down with people or you just online based online 
Um, it's a mixture, really. Mm. Um, okay. I've been lucky enough recently to have quite a lot of local clients. So um, if I have local clients, then I love to meet with them uh, in person. Yes. Um, some of the work that I do, um, which is around emotional freedom technique, um, is, is just so powerful when you're in person with someone, okay. um, working through some energy shifts and some blocks and, and help them build confidence with some positive affirmations through it. So it works even better when you are in person. It Definitely. still works effectively when you're not. It's just it's some, it's my kind of preference. Yet um, I have had clients where they have been online, you know, or just for a telephone call. So it depends on what works for them as well and what's more convenient because sometimes people will have coaching sessions in between work so they might not be able to come out of work so they can you know they might be able to find a, a quiet space where they can have a conversation without distractions and you know i just you know see what works for them as well yeah. so yeah so i do a mixture it's really good for for my listeners to know if you do live as well as online because some some coaches they just do online because that's mm -hmm. the way they work but i'm glad that you do live in a any oh, online I've oh yeah i've traveled to see my clients so oh, um like I, I, i thrive when i'm in person with someone you know um so i, I will go out my way if i can mm -hmm. um again if they if they want to do that I, I, i've traveled um you know throughout the uk as well to meet my clients even if it's just once you know and then the remainder of the sessions are online yeah. it's just nice to have that in-person connection Amazing. Um, as, That's really as good. much as we can but like Yeah, but like I say, I know that if it's not convenient for people, then yes. we work around that. So yeah. Yes, you arrange all the way, like, or matter uh, what matters, uh, what works for each, for both of you. Yeah. So you said you you spoke a little bit about emotional freedom technique. Tell me, tell me more. <laughs> what is this? Well, Describe your emotional freedom technique. Yeah. What can I say about EFT? <laughs> so emotional. Technique, honestly, it, it changed my life in motion Um So, you know, in, in the past, in my career, mm -hmm. I've been in a place where I suffered with anxiety, okay. um, the pressure that was surrounding my role, and the pressure that I was putting on myself and my incredibly unrealistic high expectations sometimes of myself. Um, that sometimes I'd, I'd face and I'd have panic attacks and stuff like that. And I was okay. searching for something that could really, really help. So I didn't really want to kind of go down like medication um, or kind of counseling. I wanted to see what other holistic kind of therapies were out there. And I came across EFT and um, yeah, EFT. it just changed my life from feeling kind of anxious and having panic attacks to actually being kind of at peace and um, calm and balanced within myself. So um, from having my own sessions, um, I decided to become a practitioner because of how powerful it is. And I thought it'd be an incredible part of my coaching practice to be able to help people that would experience the same um, because whenever we're kind of transitioning and making shifts within our lives mm -hmm. whether it be personally or in our careers some fears will come up you know when you're yes, coming out of your yeah. comfort zone it's, it's natural isn't it you feel anxious you can feel nervous you can even like say if you stretch too far you can fall into your, your panic zone so it's a, a really good tool to use with my clients and um, it's based around it's similar to acupuncture mm -hmm. but without needles <laughs> so um, it's it's based on like your meridian points so your energy points within your body and you literally just use like your 
fingertips to tap on the points. So you'll do it in kind of like a rhythmic sequence um, following like a pattern. Yeah, what we'll do is we work on like a certain event or situation that, that you might have locked within your subconscious as such that, that's holding you back. So an example could be um, you was doing a presentation and you froze. Um, so I now that that's to me become like a before. Yeah. To stopping you from doing more in the future as such of or putting yourself forward for you know um speaking opportunities and stuff like that to grow so mm-hmm. we work through that one particular event that you experienced and we work on the energy that that, that comes up from that and there'll be certain peaks within that, that that situation that event that we work on to help bring the balance back within your energy to restore it um and it kind of just releases that negative tension um and like i say trapped energy in your body and it's just amazing when it happens uh, the shifts um uh, the emotions that come out uh, to then work on how we can build confidence on the back of that so it's kind of like saying it's okay we're bringing the peace in uh, and now we're going to work on steps to build your confidence on the back of that so it's it's an amazing tool and technique and like i say it's changed my life and i know it's changed my clients lives as well with the transformation for me that's this is like this is therapy right is, is yeah, yeah, it's a sort sort of therapy yeah. as such. Um, it's working on energy, so it's not like a traditional kind of talking therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's like it uses NLP mm-hmm. uh, as well. So a guy called Gary Craig he developed it. Um, like I say, based on acupuncture meridian points, um, the power within that, and he realised that actually just by tapping on these points, so you don't have to, you know, stick needles into your body, even though obviously acupuncture is very effective. Yes. Um, you can just by using fingertip tapping and working through events, so like I say, the peaks in emotion. So um, by reducing that and then seeing the shift in energy and using NLP, so positive kind of language at the end of it to affirm a, a different kind of belief. So it's just changing your beliefs as well that attract within our subconscious that kind of operate without us knowing sometimes as well. So like I say, it's, it's incredible and it's so fascinating. I, I, I still get fascinated by it now when I see <laughs> the shift. And I use it as well. If I, like I say, if I'm moving out of my comfort zone, uh, I, you know, and I feel a little bit anxious or feel a fear come up or a certain belief that, you know, a limiting belief that might be holding me back in some way, I, I will use EFT, no doubt, you know, um, to kind of bring myself back down, um, bring in the balance and, you know, set myself up uh, with, with confidence in, in like a positive affirmation kind of way so yeah it's incredible mm. this is amazing i'm like wow <laughs> so <laughs> when so when when you your clients they they all get most of them of course if they need they will get yeah. this treatment like this practice like they will learn something yeah. and they and you will help them so deeply because this is a deep more than coaching yeah. this is go do we go deeper because i remember i had a situation in my own life that i froze myself i i wait so much for that, that opportunity and on the day when i was in that room i just blocked i couldn't talk i couldn't do anything and that made me frozen for years in terms of applying again if i make sense took me yeah, years it took me years to come back because I read and then after that the reason I, I came out of that fear was NLP was NLP I read the book and I was having therapy and everything changed because I switch I switch off from that place where I was with a, with fear about to be 
able to talk. And I'm like, wow, your 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 um, coaching is amazing. <laughs> It includes the really really value <laughs> valuable. Uh, technique. Yeah. These are the real life things, so aren't they? These are the real yeah. life challenges that that we all experience. You know, we'll all have a point where, you know, we we were working through our career, and like I say, we're, we're coming out of our comfort zones, and yes. and something like that could be huge. You know, I had a similar experience to to what you faced, and you know, it held me back as well for years within my career. Um, whenever anyone spoke about. Um, being put in a situation where I'd have to present and stuff, I, I'd just be like, I'd freeze up just by like a trigger word. Do you know what I mean? I'd just hear yeah, a word and I'd be like, oh, I can't do that, you know, kind of thing. So these things can be massive in someone's career with holding them back, and it's 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 a hard thing. And it's so difficult because you want to be um, progressive, you want to have more, you, you you're ambitious, you're driven. Yeah, you might have this this part of you from this one bad experience that holds yes, you back, um, and you know, and it, it can be so painful. It can keep you up at night. It can do everything. Do you know what I mean? In that sense, that that holds you back. So that you know, I, I I would encourage anyone that if you are feeling that way, go out and find something that works for you to work through it because it is possible. You know, like you've said through NLP or EFT, it is possible to work mm-hmm. through it to to have a transformation and to to get yourself back out there. And, and take on you know these opportunities. You'll be doing things that you once thought was impossible to do. Believe me, if you work yeah. on it, there are ways to do it. Just find the way that works for you. And the thing, and one one thing was like I knew that I could do it. <laughs> you know that yeah. you can do it, but you can't leave that blocking. Uh, it was like talking about now. It's just amazing. Like getting coming back to remember this and coming to the re, to the today for our today. And I'm like. Yes, you know, you, I always knew that I could be doing that thing. I could be talking, I could be moving, I could be doing anything that was supposed to be done that day, but I blocked and that's it. And I was blocked for years. That's, Wow. And, and it, it, it's like it destroys you piece by piece yeah. as well doesn't it like you say you know that you could do that do you know what I mean and then you've just got this one bad experience and it, yes. it can destroy you do you know what I mean and that's what I'm saying like just find something that works for you because you know there are ways to work through it there are ways to to you know kind of reduce that pain that you feel towards it and get better at what you're doing do you know what I mean to, yeah. to carry on and, and have the career that you want there really is ways you know amazing wow. thank you so much <laughs> this is amazing that's why i love podcast with amazing i've been having conversations with amazing women around from a different type of business and i'm more like more and more like happy because i'm learning so much and i'm having the opportunity to listen this experience and these different things that are happening through through the world and and through women It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you, Serena. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing what you're doing. Like, you know, you're getting people to share their voice and share their experience. Do you know what that's I mean? And so that's true. the thing that people need right now. They need to be able to relate to, to each other and say, I'm not alone in this. That's so true. You know, it's important yeah. to know that, you, you know, you're not the only one. There are people that have felt the way that you're feeling right now and that say the wrong way to, to yeah. transform and get even better. Honestly, very, very good. So, last question, <laughs> but not the last time I speak with you, I'm sure. So, where people or how can they find you? Yeah. <laughs> This is for the listeners. And... 
Because I've got this information yeah, from you yeah. and all your information. Yeah, so my yeah. yeah, my Instagram page is Serena Louise um, on there. So Serena underscore Louise underscore. Fantastic. I will provide all your links and all your social media information on the description of our podcast. So anyone that wants to get in touch with you, definitely will get in touch with you through this conversation this experience and they will they will be delighted if they get in touch and they get this technique able to work with you through this technique the emotional emotional freedom technique just love it i love it i can feel and I love the, the most the more I lo- the most that I love in this conversation and I can feel your energy. I can definitely feel the when you spoke about the technique I could feel yes. She knows what she's doing and she knows what she's talking and you know exactly that people can go through these things and I also been through this so amazing yeah oh, that, i think you know that's how i can bring so much energy to it and passion because you know i i, I was stuck myself you know yeah. and i was desperate you know to find a way so that my fears wouldn't stop me from doing the things i wanted to do and i'm just so thankful and grateful for finding it and then now being a practitioner in Velta help others as well it's it's just incredible you know and I, i'm so grateful and appreciative that I, that i found it and that that like i say i can use it and help others too so yeah phenomenal if you you know want to get in touch you know or you know if there's eft practitioners local to you reach out to them because it is like I say it's just an amazing experience to to go through fabulous thank you so much serena so we end up our session now with entrepreneur talks podcast was lovely to hear you and have this amazing conversation and i i wish you all the best in life Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening our podcast session today. Uh, if you would like to come back and listen again, 
you can find us on Anchor, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Apple iTunes. You can also go through our pages on Facebook or Instagram and they will be there. Follow us, share and leave your comments if you feel like. We would love to know more what you think about the, the podcast and if you would like to be our guest or if you are willing to create your own business or struggling or just want to pump a jump a change in your life <laughs> okay speak with you soon take care bye see you next week <laughs>